Welcome to the Life of Faith podcast by missionary evangelist John J. Asilin of the Global Prayer Center in Daytona Beach, Florida. We invite you to join us for this special message of inspiration, encouragement, and ministry of the Word of God through the exaltation of Jesus our Lord. Here is John J. Asilin. I was on the treadmill on Monday, and the Lord was speaking to me and showed me different levels. There are several levels. Tonight, I want to touch on a life of faith, a life of faith in different levels of faith, a life of faith. First of all, God has given, God is impartial to give everyone the measure of faith, according to Romans 12, 3. There is a life of faith on God. There is a life of faith in God. There is a life that operates with the faith of God. When you are convicted, God has dealt with everyone the measure of faith. When you are convicted and drawn to God, it is your faith on God, faith toward God, that brings you to salvation. Let me give you a scripture. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. I'm sorry to put my baby to test tonight uh, because I'm, I'm just, just following the Spirit of God. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. Listen to this. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. That is, faith on God. So when you are convicted of dead works, when you come to repentant, repentance, you are latching on to God with the faith on God. All of us have done that. There is not a single one that has not done that in this place. So you have the faith on God. It is the initial attraction. It is the initial flare, the initial, you know, speaking of God's word by his imperishable word that draws me to him. Just as the relationship, my initial contact with Hema, the initial flame, the initial unction, the initial promise has brought us together. That is faith on God. Everyone has been given the measure of faith for us to be saved. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 says, You're, by, by grace are you saved through faith. By grace are you saved through faith. By grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourself, it is the gift of God. I will talk about different levels of grace another time. So the initial faith, initial drawing, gives us salvation when we have the faith toward God, faith on God. But what happens after that? You begin to know God. Many people just 
have that one-time experience then then fall apart completely. But when you choose to dwell in the word, when you choose to walk in the word, when you choose to get to know each other, what happens? You are developing faith in that person that you're walking with. You're developing faith in God that you've been walking with. Because it's not just that one-time flame, it is an everyday flame. It is an everyday experience that God gives you. And that's what happens. So faith in God. I want you to go with me to Galatians chapter 3, verse 26. Let me quickly go there. Galatians chapter 3, verse 26. For you are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Just as these two little children, Elijah and Eliana, you have seen them from two-year-old. Now Elijah is 10, Eliana is 7. You know, they are growing. They are growing. They are listening to the admonitions. They are listening to the promises. Their mom has the Bible study with them every morning. They read the Bible. They ask questions. They're learning from God. And they're also tasting, experiencing the relationship. So faith is nothing but faithfulness toward God. In the Old Testament, when you read faith, about faith, the word is faithfulness. Faithful is the word. In the New Testament, we read faith. Everyone including all this, I'm a scientist by trade. I'm a mathematician, I can solve big equations. So some people can formulate <laughs> faith just as an apothecary, you know, and give you a formula. Hey, do this, do this, do this, and you'll get that. It is more than that. Faith is faithfulness. My sister is faithful to me to pray for me. I am faithful to her to pray for her. Same thing is true. So it's not your faith on this place that there is something happening brought you here. But once you start experiencing what is happening, you begin to have faith in this place. That same thing is true with God. We have faith in God when we consistently walk with God. Galatians chapter 3 the same verse 3, verse 11. No man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident. But just the just shall live by faith. So we live by faith. Things overwhelm us. Things come our way to mess things up. All of a sudden you go for a surgery <laughs> and you're set behind. <laughs> But you can do it. You can make it by the grace of God. You know, when you exercise every day, when you read the word every day, not just once in a while, not when it's convenient, when you, I mean, walking with God is walking with God. Walking on the treadmill is walking on the treadmill. It's not by faith I am doing it. <laughs> I have to literally do it. So schedule a walk with God. 
by spending time with God every day, no matter how busy you can be. You should not be too busy not to spend the time with God. And when you do, you will begin to walk by faith. Walk the life of faith. So life, that is the faith on God, brings you to salvation. But when you start experiencing God, faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing. Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And 2 Corinthians 5, 7 uh, tells us, we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. I had, I had arrangements that I had already was planning on after the surgery. So people kept calling, can you make it? I said, yes, we can make it. So next month I'm going to be in Pennsylvania. And the month after I'm going to be in New York. And the month after I'm going to be in Quito. I talked to Quito contact today. There's going to be a big meeting in the, in the open auditorium over there. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's the life of faith. You're walking with God. You walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. When you look at everything, oh my God, this is bad. This is bad. This is bad. This is worse. This is atrocious. Stop looking. Close your eyes and just walk with God. Abraham walked with God. Enoch walked with God. Noah walked with God. What is it? They were in habitual fellowship with God. Good morning, Lord. What am I going to hear from you today? That is faith. So, faith on God brings you to salvation. Faith in God, after years of knowing my wife, after years that she knows me, we have faith in each other. We have trust in each other. Faith is also trust. Faith is faithfulness, and faith is trust. And trust tastes the goodness of God. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. One morning in my time of prayer, trusting does not come, I heard from the Holy Spirit. Trusting does not come without tasting. Trusting is not a blind trust. You taste my love. You taste my goodness and you have developed faith in me and that's exactly how God is now the third level of faith I just only have five more minutes is the faith of God operating with the faith of God let me give you a little example Elijah was called to go and anoint Elisha and Elijah goes and casts his mantle upon him and walks away from him. Elisha was a wealthy farmer, plowing behind 12 yokes of oxen. Wealthy farmer. And Elisha comes running after him. Master, my father, let me come and serve you. 
what am I to do with you? Go back. <laughs> That's what Elijah, Elijah was a tough mule, you know. He was a tough cookie. Prophets are like that. You cannot understand them, you know. <laughs> They're not going to be pity patty. I mean, we just go back to your home. God has already told this guy he is going to be your successor. But he didn't want to make it easy on him. So Elisha follows him. So the initial flame, the initial contact draws Elisha to Elijah. And then Elisha stays with him at least 10 years to serve him, to wash his feet, to, to comfort him, to do everything that he needed to do. Now he has grown in faith toward Elijah, not just on him, but in him. Finally, when the time came, he follows after him. From Gilgal, to Jericho, to Bethel, and through Jordan. Many of those sons of the prophets are looking and saying, don't you know that today your master is going to go up? Shut up. Hold your peace. They all knew, but they didn't follow. But Elisha is following. People may know, but when you have faith in God, you follow through. You tag along. You walk through the valley of the shadow of death. So he is following and following and following him. Finally, Elijah is asking, what do you want? I pray let a double portion of the anointing come upon me. My interpretation is he knew the suffering Elijah went through under Jezebel and all those people. So, so he's thinking, Master, you're going to leave me. Don't leave me with all these junkies. I need to, I need to take care of them. I need to overcome them. So I need more than what you have to put up with these people. I need a double measure of your anointing. And what does Elijah do? You ask for a hard thing. <laughs> Even it's John Jay said, okay, sit down, baby. I'm just going to pray that you'll get it. Elijah is a different mule. He says, you've asked for a hard thing. But if you see me going up, you'll get it. And Elisha was holding on and holding on and holding on. And the mantle falls upon Elisha. He comes with a mantle. Now he is operating with the faith of Elijah. When he, sw when he just struck the waters of the Jordan. Where is the God of Elijah? I am operating in the faith of my father. That is the faith of the person that you are following. Faith of your daddy, your mommy, that has been praying for you, that has prayed for you. Faith of God. That is the faith of God. Jesus defines it in Romans, I mean, in Mark chapter 11, verses 22 through 24. Have faith in God. In the Greek, it is have the faith of God. Romans, I'm sorry, Mark 11. 22 through 24. For verily, verily, I say to you, when you see a mountain 
Say, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in your heart, but believe that those things which you say will come to pass. You shall have whatever things you ask. Whatever things you ask in prayer, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. When you have God kind of faith. I told you, Elisha served Elijah, grew in faith of Elijah. Just as Abraham was called out when he was 75 years old, he begins to know God as his father. He calls him Adonai, my master, my Lord. And then he experiences God as El Shaddai, the Almighty One. He experiences God as El Elyon, the Most High God. So he is walking for 25 years, and then God brings a baby, and the baby is growing. So he is walking in faith, and he is growing in faith, but his faith comes to be a faith of God when he lays his son on the altar, when he, gave, when he gives up himself completely. Hallelujah. God asks him to do it, and he is actually doing it. And in that, in that life of faith, he makes a God kind of faith statement to the people. Well, you have the fire, you have the wood, where is the sacrifice? God will provide. That is the confession of faith from a man who has given up his son, who has been walking with his dead son for three days. That is not a statement from somebody who is watching television for 18 hours. And call it faith. This is the man who has given himself. Who has obeyed. Faith is proportional to the level of obedience. There is no faith without obedience. So Abraham says God will provide. We will come back after the sacrifice. He tells the workers. And what happened? God provided a ram. Jehovah Jireh provided a ram. You know, that is God kind of faith. You speak it, it happens. But you have to live it. You have to progressively come into that place of faith to operate with the faith of God. One morning again, in my time of prayer, the Lord asked me the question, who is your biggest enemy? I'm thinking about all the demons I casted out. One of the most powerful ones that I cast out. But I didn't reply to God. I don't know who my biggest enemy is. And the Lord said, it is your flesh. <laughs> it is your flesh. Because... When I command the demon to flee, the demon flees. But my flesh does not flee me. It comes along with me like a 25-ton gorilla. So I asked the Lord, God who has given me the answer also knows the other answer to give me. So Lord, how do I overcome my flesh? And God showed me Galatians 2.20. Galatians 2.20. Listen to me. I'm going to close with this. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. 
Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith. Actually in King James it says, by, by faith of the Son of God. Faith in the Son of God. Faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. So when I yield my flesh to be crucified with Christ, I have no self-will. I have no self-agenda. I have no wrong focus. I will speak it. I'm heading there and it will happen. I'm building it, it will happen. So speak it like that. With all the sacrifice that you have done, you have gone through. With all the love that you have, speak it. Nobody can take your family away. No devil can take them away from you. Amen. You speak it. Whatever God has blessed you with, your family, your business, your ministry, your gift has to be precise and it, is be, it has to be targeted by faith, with the faith of God. Have the faith of God. And I want to have that faith all the time. And it is easy. First, I have faith in God. Second, I have the faith, I have the faith on God. Second, I have the faith in God after years of walking with Him. Third, I'm coming to the level of faith of God. Now, I'm not going to give you a time frame that you have to walk this many years to come to this level. Somebody can come in to that level within 14 days. It doesn't matter. It's according to your faith. You can go from faith on God to faith in God to the faith of God within a matter of a short time. It doesn't matter. But all that matters is I want to have the faith of God, because things do overwhelm me in this world. Things will distract me in this world. Things will take me away from my calling in this world. Things will come against me. All things will break loose. But I'm not going to submit. I'm going to walk in faith. Because that is one of the greatest gifts God has given me. The measure of faith. Everybody has the same portion, but then faith can grow in each one, as I have told you. According as how much we have heard from him, how much we have yielded to him, how much we have obeyed him, how much we have trusted him, how much we have been faithful to him, you're going to grow. The devil will fear you because you are operating with the faith of God. There is no self-agenda, you know, God kind of faith. Hallelujah. That's what I want to have. A life of faith. Which includes faith on God. And walking with, just as I'm walking with my friends. My friend Gary, my friend Ben. My good family. I'm walking with my grandchildren. I'm teaching them. I'm learning from them as well. So we walk building trust in each other. And the devil comes against all of those things. You know, the devil is against relationships in this century, in this present time. 
The devil confuses a man to let him know that he's not a male anymore. There is an attack against strong male. There is an attack against women. I think women's liberation movement has lost to transgenders now. They are, they are not saying anything. And normal families are not respected anymore. So you can get confused. Oh my God, oh, what is happening? Shall I change my tune? No, I'm not going to change my tune. I'm going to listen to my God. I'm going to walk with him. I'm going to be in a different world altogether. And all of the principles of God will work for me. So even though it may look impossible that your children are away from you, that you have lost the race, you are going to win it when you keep on believing, keep on receiving. That's why we put that two statements out there. Lord, I believe everything that you've said in your word to be true. I receive everything that you've offered to me, Lord, without rejecting it. Keeping it simple. And I will love you. I will serve you. I will forgive the people that have wronged me. I'm going to walk in love. But most importantly, I'm going to walk in faith. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us on our Life of Faith podcast by John J. Asilin of the Global Prayer Center. Please visit us at www.globalprayercenter.net. Please share your comments and visit us at the Prayer Center. God bless you and strengthen your walk with the Lord.